The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store and their big Cyber Monday sale. 20% off everything in the store for a one-day deal this Monday using cyber using code CYBER at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Once again, that's 20% off everything in the store for a one-day only deal this coming Monday using cyber code using code cyber. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday evening here to wrap up NFL Week 12 to preview the Monday night football game between the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the 2-0 under Jeff Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, 2-0 against the spread, I should say. Jeff Saturday led Indianapolis Colts. And joining me to break down the Monday night football game, as usual, you guys know him on The Voice on the MLB Gambling Podcast, of course, here on the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's my main man, a very, very happy Jets fan. I know he already ordered his Mike White jersey. It's Dylan <laughs> Rockford. Dylan, what's going on, my man? What's going on, Munaf? Good to be here. Yeah, Mike White, our offense finally looks confident a little bit. Put up over 300 yards. I can't believe it. Uh, where the Garrett Wilson big game for him? O- almost 100 yards on the day. But, uh, you know, I'm really happy to see again the end zone, Elijah Moore. Yeah. All, all of that stuff out the window. You know, he looks happy. And just something about this offense, man, it, it clicks with Mike White. You know, he reads the defense so much better than Zach Wilson. So, yeah, feeling good, 7-4, and four, but we got some work to do. Yeah, look, the offense looked really, really good today. We know we talked about this last week, you and I, that it was just a quarterback away. I mean, I don't know if Mike White's the long-term answer, but at least this week against the Chicago Bears, he looked really good. And like you mentioned there, he put up, what, 300-plus yards of passing Mm -hmm. uh, for the Jets. They ended up scoring 31 points against the Chicago Bears today, and they just took care of business 31-10. to Improved a seven and four. And, you know, I think you mentioned this last week, last week when we were talking about it, is how they were going to respond. Um, and, you know, fortunately, I guess we say for the Jets fans and unfortunate for uh, Bears fans that Justin Fields wasn't able to go in this game yeah. uh, because of the shoulder injury that he's dealing with. But um, look, Jets took care of business where they needed to. Uh, and now they're on to next week um, as they improved a seven and four this season. But, uh, outside of the Jets here, Dylan, anything else that's kind of stuck out to you around the league uh, as far as the final results on the morning games? 
Yeah, I know you and I were talking about uh, Ravens and just how anemic they are to getting in the end zone. They had yeah. a tough loss for them on the road, losing to Jacksonville. But you know who I'm actually really happy for? Sam Darnold and the Panthers at yeah. home taking care of uh, the Broncos. And it seems like uh, tensions are high between the defense and Russell Wilson. If he says let it ride one more time, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get out of him. But, no, uh, you know, the defense, they're doing everything they can. And it's just the offense. I think – I was watching red zone on my bottom screen and I think they were only in the red zone. What once, maybe twice the Denver offense. It, yeah. It's, it, it's sad when you pay a guy this much to elevate your offense and they're just what three and eight now. So tough year for the Broncos. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, Russell Wilson, 19 of 3,542 yards. It's just not very good for them right now. I th- you know, they've dealt with a lot of injuries, especially at the wide receiver position as well. And, um, I mean, look, they don't, they're missing Jerry Judy. They, they're missing um, KJ Hamler. These guys are all healthy at the beginning of the season. It could have been different. And maybe it's a coaching thing as well, right? Nobody sold on Nathaniel Hackett being the guy for this team. And who knows if he's even back next season just because of some of the decisions that he has made this season as a first-year head coach for the Denver Broncos. But, yeah, you paid a lot of money for Russell Wilson. I, I I think the potential is still there for Russell Wilson. I just kind of feel like they need to figure some things out, definitely on the offensive side of the football. And again, in their backfield as well, right? They they, they lost their running back, Javante Williams. They cut Melvin Gordon. So there's not much help back there in the running game as well. But I guess this season is a wash for the Denver, uh, yeah, for the Denver Broncos. I mean, we already knew their season was probably over after week five, after what we saw from this team. And, um, uh, I guess you kind of just look forward to next year and see if they can work things out on the offseason for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, with a loss today, they officially can't go over their win total. So under 10 caches for the Denver Broncos, if you add that. Yeah, I I picked up a – I think it was 10.5 after week two. Oh, nice. uh, it was Yeah, it was a little bit of juice. But, again, we only pay the juice when um, – when, when we lose, but yeah, that was a, a fairly easy cash for me there for the uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, anything else around the league, Dylan? Uh, no, a uh, good win for the commanders. You know, they, they keep yeah. improving with Heineke uh, Dolphins. Sorry, your Texans. They, they didn't get the win, but Dolphins still look good. Uh, surprised they took the foot off the gas a little in the second half, but, uh, and then a big game. I was rooting for the Titans, but Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they take care of business on the road, 20 to 16. But yeah, decent games. Uh, I just wish they put more games in the four o'clock window. There are always so many in the one. I don't understand that. Yeah, I think it's just probably like those one of those East Coast things because there's a lot of teams that play on the East Coast. But uh, I know last week they had Bengals and Steelers at the three o'clock yeah. window. So maybe if we were to put like one more into that window at the four o'clock window, I think that would be uh, enticing for uh, football fans, football fans for sure. But um, yeah, pretty good week here. Uh, had a pretty good week with the props and and as far as sides and and totals as well. So. Hopefully we can carry that into the Monday night football game here, uh, Dylan. Uh, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to uh, Indianapolis to take on a new looking, I guess we can say, uh, Indianapolis Colts team where we saw them get the victory against the um, God, who they beat that uh, Las Vegas Raiders in the first uh, game with uh, Jeff Saturday as a head coach. Last week, nearly pulled it off against the Philadelphia Eagles, but Jalen Hurts uh, made magic with his feet and got into the end zone, and that sealed the victory for the Eagles. But, hey, this team looks 
they look like a different team under Jeff Saturday than they were, were for Frank Reich. So uh, these two teams will match up here. Let's get over to the lines, and then we'll get into the injury report, and then we'll throw out some stats and trends uh, for this game. So this line opened up at, uh, let's see here, minus three in favor of the Indianapolis Colts. So that number is currently sitting at minus two and a half for the Indianapolis Colts as the home team here. Total opened up at 39 and a half. That number has pretty much stayed the course at 39 and a half. Starting to see some 39s pop up as well. Uh, looking at the injury report, let's start here with the road team, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Miles Boykin, their wide receiver, is questionable for the game on Monday night. Uh, Weatherspoon, their cornerback, is out for the Steelers. Uh, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. And also Jalen Warren, running back, will not play in this game against the Indianapolis Colts. He's also dealing with a um hamstring injury for the Colts we did see Matt Ryan returned when Jeff Saturday took over as the quarterback so he will remain as a starting quarterback for this team DeForest Bunkner is also questionable uh for this team but he did log a full practice session on Saturday for this Colts team he's dealing with an illness and some ribs in rib injuries uh pay defensive end has been ruled out for the Indianapolis Colts he's dealing with an ankle injury and Zaire Franklin, linebacker, questionable uh, with an illness for the Indianapolis Colts here, Dylan. So uh, not many significant injuries. I also mm. do see Yannick Ngakwe is also questionable for the Indianapolis Colts here. But, um, Dylan, I was looking at this game, and I've also been looking at it over the, the for the Colts game. We're kind of handicapping this game. Is, is that my question to you is before we get into the stats and trends is how much can we really – take away or look at their season long stats for this Colts team, because they've looked like a different team under Jeff Saturday. They've been more competitive. And I think the team is really wanting to play for him because we saw it in the first two weeks with Jeff Saturday as a head coach that they beat uh, Las Vegas. They beat the Raiders in Las Vegas in a road game. They also, mm -hmm. you know, were very competitive and they lost at the very last minute against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles last week. So my question to you is how much are you really looking at their season-long stats versus what's going on right now with this Colts team over the last two weeks? Nothing too really long-term. I'm looking at the last two weeks just because of how they played. And you could just look at one stat where they were awful under Frank Wright and where they dramatically improved within two weeks. And that's just in the first half against the spreads. Oh, they were 0-9 with Frank yeah. Wright. They're 2-0 with Jeff Saturday. So they're coming out of the gate with more energy, more aggression, and playing better football. And I think making the change at quarterback, ultimately I know Matt Ryan was struggling, but he's a better, op much better option, I would say, than Sam Ellinger. So, yeah. you know, I, I think at quarterback they're a better team, and he's putting an emphasis on wanting to run the ball more. He's a he's an old-school kind of coach, and I think him putting the ball in one of your best players' hands in Jonathan Taylor – is gonna is a recipe for success. So I think moving forward, we're gonna see running the ball, playing old school, playing uh, hard nosed defense, and coming out of the gate and second half strong. So that that's what I look for with the Colts. Yeah, and if you kind of take a look at the first two weeks here, or you know, I keep on saying first two weeks, at least with Jeff Saturday, uh, Jonathan Taylor has ran the ball twenty two times in each of those uh, two games with Saturday as head coach. So like you mentioned, they are putting an emphasis on the running game. Uh, so far uh, with under the Jeff uh, Saturday regime here. So maybe something to look out for as the season kind of progresses here for the Indianapolis Colts. But um, Dylan, let's get into some stats and trends here for this game. Uh, I'll let you lead it off here with some uh, trends that you did find for this game. What do we got? 
Yeah, so some stats and trends for the Steelers and Colts, and I'll just go right into my play for this side. But uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin, this is a great spot for him. He's 41-20 and 20 to ATS as an underdog from week five forward. Mike Tomlin on Monday Night Football, he's 18-3 and three straight up, 11-10 and 10 against the spread. But Steelers have won 11 of their past 12 games Monday night on Monday Night Football straight up. Under Mike Tomlin, Steelers are 3-2 and two straight up on Monday Night Football against the Bengals. But against every other team, they're 15 and one straight up. This is the seventh time uh, as a dog on Monday Night Football. They're four two. They're four and two straight up and ATS three and zero straight up in ATS as a dog in the last decade. Now, last week they allowed 37 points against the Bengals under Mike Tomlin. Pittsburgh defenses when they come back the next week, they're 13 and three ATS the week after allowing 35 points. So. We expect a strong effort out of the defense. And, you know, now we're getting a healthy TJ Watt. The, Ste- the Steelers are 53-25-2 and two straight up with uh, TJ Watt. Without without him, 1-10 mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah. So Colts, they've lost seven uh, consecutive games straight up versus the Steelers. They're 2-5 and five in their last seven ATS. Now Colts, they're dead last in the, in the NFL and offense DVOA this season, according to Football Outsiders. So... You know, they, they have been improving, like I mentioned, in the first half. But I don't know. The Steelers, they're improving, too. Turns out uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Watt, he matters even more than, you know, high school coaching. So Pittsburgh, they're ninth in DVOA since Watt returned. And another Tomlin underdogs spot for him, 70, 70% ATS week five moving forward. He's 17-4 and four ATS when he's lost uh, two of his last three. I just think Pittsburgh, honestly, it, it comes down to who do I trust more? I trust Mike Tomlin. I trust Kenny Pickett. He's been improving. And it got to a key number where I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. And when that comes down, I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the points with the better QB, I think. I think Kenny Pickett is playing better than Matt Ryan right now. So I'm going to take Kenny Pickett, the Colt, uh, and the Steelers, excuse me, plus two and a half. Yeah, I like the Steelers here in this game as well. And um I just think that right now you take a look, and I think that the, the, kind of the ways I was looking at this game is that the Steelers have really struggled this season defending the pass. I mean, that's kind of crazy to think because how good of the team defensively they have been over the past decade plus. Um, and I think that for the Steelers, so for the Colts to win this game, they're going to have to be effective through the air because you kind of take a look at the numbers for the Steelers. Uh, pass defense right now this season. They're number 31 in the uh, opponent yard, passing yards per game. Uh, take a look at uh, opponent's uh, yards per pass attempt. They rank number 30 out of 32. And then opponent um, yards per completion, they are dead last at number 32. So I think for the Colts to have success here, it's going to have to be through the air. And I'm not sure how much I do trust Matt Ryan to I guess makes those plays through the air because I think that Pittsburgh by the numbers, at least their rush defense has been really good. I think they should be able to limit uh, Jonathan Taylor in this game. I know he's ran for 22 uh, rush attempts in each of the last two games with Jeff Saturday as the head coach. But I think that right now for this game, the Colts are going to have to be effective through the air. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that in this game. So um, for me, you read off the stats of how good Tomlin has been. And I think that, with Kenny Pickett getting more reps under his belt and and just getting more NFL experience that he's going to only get better, 
you know, buy every single play and buy every single game. And getting into this game, I think that, you know, Kenny Pickett should be able to find some success against this Colts team, I think, through the air as well. And I think I, I like the wide receiving group definitely a lot more for the Pittsburgh Steelers with Deontay Johnson, you know, with George Pickens. Uh, I think Najee Harris should have a good game here as well for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm with you. I like the plus two and a half uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers here. I mean, you already read off all the trends um, that I, I do like as well. So let's go with the Pittsburgh Steelers here, plus a two and a half. I think this is a good teaser leg as well. Yeah. Uh, if you want to tease the um, Steelers up to plus eight and a half through the key numbers of three and seven, uh, maybe tease it to something next week. Or if you want to tease it towards a total, I think that's a good teaser leg here, Dylan. A hundred percent. Um. All right. Yeah. So let's get over to the total in this game. I think, mm-hmm. We're both probably leaning towards the under here. I know early yeah. on primetime unders were uh, cashing at a very, very high rate. Uh, but what are you? I'm guessing you're leaning towards it to un- under in this game, Dylan? Yeah, 100%. So there's three teams moving forward that they're just going to be automatic unders. Uh, maybe for the Jets with Mike White in the new offense. But uh, Broncos under, yep. uh, Cow- uh, Cowboys, and the Colts under. Unders mm-hmm. for the Colts this season – Nine and two, they've gone under 14 of their last 16 games dating back to last season. Yep. Uh, and when both teams are on extended rest, the under 64 and 39 hitting over 62 percent since 2018. So the under 46 20 and Steelers' last 67 road games, they're just profitable. I don't see too much point, too many points being scored here. I just don't trust the offense for Saturday. What have they've averaged? What sixteen both games or something along those lines? So they scored. I, I, uh, yeah. Sorry, twenty five. Uh, okay, the first one against the Red, but then last week I think they only had like seventeen. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't see too many points. Uh, Matt Ryan's really not good at night as well. If that if you look into that kind of stuff, but yeah, I just don't trust this Colts offense to get it going even at home. So I think they're going to play a knit and tuck game. They're going to run the ball and. You know, that means just tick, tick, tick. So I'm going to take under 39 and a half in this primetime game. Yeah, I agree with you here. Um, Colts so far this season at home for the five games have gone under the total. And like you mentioned, what 14 of the last 16 regular season games have gone under the total as well uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry for the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, for the Steelers so far this season, uh, you take a look at all of their games. Uh, they are they're six and four to the under at sixty percent, and on the road, I think they are three and two towards the under as well. So yeah, we have some metrics that are do do point towards the under in this game. I know it's a low total, but I think it is a low total for a reason. And we talked a lot about the primetime games going under so far this season as well at at a very very high rate. So um, I'm with you there on that total. Uh, before we get into some player props here, Dylan, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor here, WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. 
Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Roster brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. It's a Cyber Monday sale. 20% off of everything in the Merch Store using promo code CYBER. Just go to store dot sports gambling podcast.com for one day only and make sure to check out those christmas sweaters and those great stocking stuffer items that we do have over there on the merch store so i gotta do is go to store dot sports gambling podcast.com and again a one day sale 20 percent off of everything at the merch store using promo code cyber all right dylan let's get into some player props that we do like for this game i'll let you lead it off my man what do you got yeah, so going with a defensive prop here, give me over six and a half sacks at plus 115. Now, the Steelers and Colts, they've given up the most sacks in the last three games. Combined, they aver- they're they averaging 9.4 sacks taken per game, which is a crazy number. And I think the reason we're seeing the sack total at six and a half is because, you know, just the line, the line has been breaking down for the Colts and for Kenny Pickett. They've been getting hit a lot. And, you know, I'm, it's even though it's set at a high number, I'm not scared off of it. Matt Ryan and Kenny Pickett, they're both two of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league. Ryan, he was sacked four times last week versus the Eagles. But this week against the Steelers, like I mentioned, healthy TJ Watt. I expect Ryan to drop back, pass, the, pass a little more, and hopefully that pass rush gets home. Now, on the other hand, Kenny Pickett, he's been hit a lot recently. Like I mentioned, he's taken at least six sacks in two of his last three games, and he's absorbed 16 sacks over the last four games. Now, even though it's been a down year for this Colts defense, they've still been efficient with 28 total sacks compared to 25 quarterback knockdowns. Both teams, they're top 10 in rush defense, so I think we'll see both quarterbacks drop back a little more to pass, maybe on three and outs. And if if these pass rush can get there, I I think we could see seven tacks or eclipse that. I know it's a high number, but both of these quarterbacks have taken five or more sacks alone on multiple occasions this season. So I think we get there at this nice plus 115 price. I'll go over six and a half sacks on the game. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to get an argument from me here. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about in the past with the Colts that they have one of the, well, they had one of the better offensive lines and that number, and that have kind of kind of just crippled for them. I know they've lost guys to whether mm-hmm. it's been retirement or, uh, you know, free agency or whatever the case might have been. But especially with Matt Ryan, I mean, he's just been prone to having, getting sacked a lot of times. I mean, you read off the numbers there. And usually in games where we see a lot of, you know, combined sacks at four and a half, this number is at six and a half for a reason, right? Because both of these pass rushes can get to the quarterback. And I think this is going to be one of those games where we're, again, with the total being so low, the books are expecting to be more of a grinded out type of game. Uh, you know, maybe a lot more dropbacks and, and you know, the pass rush getting to the quarterback. So I can, especially at the plus price, I can get behind it here, Dylan. So no argument for me about this play. Um, for me, there was uh, a player prop that I was looking for. It's not out yet. Um, and that was going to be receptions for uh, Michael Pittman in this game. I do see his yardage total currently sitting at 60. Let me see here. Well, I think it was like 61 and a half. Um, 66 and a half for Michael Pittman. I think that, you know, we talked about how the Steelers pass uh, defense has struggled 
so far this season and i think that's going to continue here in this game and i think that you know for the colts to take advantage of this they're going to have to get the ball to their number one guy which has been michael pittman for them so far this season over the last two weeks uh you know i guess with again jeff saturday as the head coach we've seen more targets for michael pittman uh jr in the offensive system he's had nine um he had nine targets against the Raiders where he had seven receptions. And then last week, seven targets, he had six receptions. So I really wanted to see if that, if that number does come out at four and a half for his receptions, I do like that over even at five and a half. I like the over there. He's gone over five and a half in four of the last five games for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, the yardage has not been there for him, but um, last week he did have 75 against the Eagles. And I think this number is uh, larger for a reason because the books know that this Steelers, or the, at least the books that are putting up these props, know that this pass defense is not very good. I mentioned it that they're pretty much bottom three in most of those categories, whether it's often or whether it's allowed uh, passing yards allowed per game, yards per completion, yards per pass attempt. So hopefully, Mike Ryan can get it going here again with Michael Pittman Jr. So once that receptions number does come out for. Um, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. in this game, I'll be on that, but I also do like his yardage here in this game here as well here, Dylan. Yeah, I like it if it is at under four and a half. Even if it does get to five, I still like it as well, just because he is their number one receiver. And you got to think Matt Ryan's going to try to get it in his hands. Or uh, I do like Alex Pierce as well. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, and this was a, a guy that they had brought or drafted thinking that he could be the number two guy for this team. Um, and I took, I know it took a little bit for him to get it going here or, you know, over early on the season, he was really good with Matt Ryan. So they kind of found that second guy, uh, for him. Um, you take a look at week two against the chiefs. He had 61 yards, 80 yards, 81, 49, 37, 65. Yeah. Uh, last week he did have eight targets, but wasn't able to make those catches. Um, I'm curious to see what his longest reception is for this game here, Dylan, because, uh, he's had some receptions that have gone a long or had completions that have been at least 17 or more yards. I don't see it listed yet. Uh, hopefully that comes out tomorrow. But yeah, I do like that play, which you just mentioned there uh, for um, for Alec Pierce. It's kind of been surprising because, you know, they kind of drafted Paris Campbell to be their number two, but he's kind of dwindled in the background now with Alex Pierce really developing. Uh, yeah. What have you saw with uh, Paris Campbell? I know he's had a I, I want to say over the past couple of weeks he's been really good. Um five receptions last week against the Eagles, 67 yards, and then against the Raiders, seven receptions off of nine targets, 76 yards. So it seems like they're maybe making it an emphasis to kind of get him more involved in the passing mm -hmm. game and I think they need to because yeah. We talk about Michael Pittman being that number one guy, we the Colts don't have that clear number two guy in their offensive system. So maybe that is going to be um, uh, Alec or sorry, Paris Gamble, because I know you, like you mentioned, they brought him on to kind of be that number two guy. So at least he's been more involved in the offense here for the Indianapolis Colts. So hopefully that continues for him in this game as well. So I, I'm not hating. I don't see his, his props out either. I, they, there's mm -hmm. not a lot of props listed for no. um the Colts uh, wide receivers outside of Michael Pittman. And that's only been his yardage that's out yet. So, yeah, I mean, I like those two guys going forward for this Colts team. They're going to have to step up uh, with Michael Pittman. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and especially when, you know, if if Jeff Saturday really wants to run the ball 22, 25 times with Jonathan Taylor, I, I can't imagine that 
being uh, lasting too long. You know, they're going to have to throw the ball. That's too much wear and tear on a guy who has shown you that he already got injured this year. So I, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's get into best bets. For I do have one more. Yeah, prop. go ahead. If you, yeah, yeah, one yeah more, go ahead. One more prop here, and uh, I'm going to tag Matt Ryan's longest completion under six, under 36 and a half yards. Now, Ryan has gone under this number seven of the nine games he's played. The Colts' two best receivers we just talked about, Michael Pittman, he's had zero catches of 30-plus yards this season, and Alex Pierce has one catch of 40-plus on the team. So Ryan really isn't throwing the ball deep uh, this season and his protection up front, like I mentioned earlier, is part of the problem as well that we're seeing Combine that with TJ Watt being back. And we've also seen an emphasis on running the ball under Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Ryan has, has, uh, hasn't connected downfield all year. I doubt this game will be the one where he decides to let it fly. So under 36 and a half longest completion for Matt Ryan for me is another one. Yeah, I like that. I was I was trying to see just because, you know, they the uh, Steelers have allowed, you know, long completions, but uh, it really hasn't been or they've allowed it to other quarterbacks. But I went back and looked at Matt Ryan. And like you mentioned, he hasn't given up or he hasn't thrown the ball down the field a lot. It's really about 20 yards, 22 yards, 25 yards, maybe 30 yards. Uh, but I, I like that play as well. Matt Ryan to go under his longest completion of 36 and a half. I think that number is a little big for, um, for Matt Ryan in this game, at least. Uh, anything else, Dylan, before we get into best bets? No, those were my two plays. So that was it. All right, let's get into best bets for this, uh, Monday night football game between the Steelers and the Colts. Uh, I'll let you lead it off here, Dylan. What's your best bet for this game? It, it's actually going to be the Matt Ryan lo under longest uh, completion under 36 and a half. Like you mentioned, you know, he's just he's deacon and ducking, hitting those crossing routes. And, you know, it, it is a worry that the secondary isn't the best, but with the Steelers. But I, I just don't think Ryan's going to let it fly this uh, this game. And I they're a good tackling team, the Steelers. So I, I don't think even if they do catch it for 20, 15 yards, I don't think they'll break out over 36 and a half. So, you know, he's gone under this seven of his nine uh, games. I, I believe he'll do it again. So I'm going to go under 36 and a half longest completion for Matt Ryan. My best bet. Love it. Um, all right. For my best bet, I'm going to go with the under in this game. I just think this is going to be one of those snooze fest, ugly games that we've kind of seen on Thursday night footballs, football games. Uh, and now I think that's going to be translated here on Monday Night Football. And it's, you know, we talked about how the offenses are a little anemic. Um, I think the key is really going to be that if this Colts defense, or sorry, offense going to be able to take advantage of how bad this pass uh, passing defense is of the Steelers. I think that might may just make the difference in this game. But um, for me, I, I think this might be a 20 to 17 type of final uh, for the Steelers, I think there'll be a grinded out game. Probably see some more running from Najee Harris. We'll see some running from Jonathan Taylor, like we talked about. Jeff Saturday, old school coach. He wants to run the football. He wants to play hard nodes defense. And I think that this is going to be one of those games where we see it on Monday Night Football, uh, where you know points may be at a premium. So for my best bet, under the number currently is sitting at thirty nine and a half over on Win Bet. So I will make that my best bet. I love it. I'll be on that as well. All right, Dylan, that's going to do it for NFL Week 12, buddy. I uh, can't believe I'm already saying this, but I Week know. 12 is going to be in the books. We're on to Week 13. Uh, anything else you want to get off your chest, my man, before we get out of here? 
Uh, no, hopefully the uh, 49ers can cover. I can't believe, yeah, you're right. Uh, next week uh, for college football, we're already in uh, conference championships already. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, college Time football flying. season. Well, yeah, winding down. Now we have um, bowl season coming up. And like you mentioned, uh, for college football championship week next week. So make sure to check out the guys on the college experience. Just uh, doing it uh, all when it comes to college sports. College basketball is in full swing. College football championship week, like I mentioned, it'll be a big week of content for the college experience. So make sure to check those guys out. And again, if you haven't already subscribed to the NFL Gambling Podcast, make sure to do so. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll know when we go live every single day. And uh, again, make sure to download the SGPN app. Everything, all the content that we have. Uh, from all the pods that we do across the network right there at your fingertips. And again, make sure to check out the merch store uh, for the 20% off of everything for one day for Cyber Monday using promo code CYBER. Uh, definitely a lot of great stuff on the website to get some presents for that DGEN in your life. All right, uh, make sure to follow Dylan on Twitter at rock with two Ks, R-O-C-K-K-24. Follow me on Twitter at sportsnerd824 and make sure more importantly to follow the sgpn nfl gambling podcast account at sgpn nfl do our best to tweet out our weekly graphic with all of our picks for all the co-hosts that we have uh, on the nfl gambling podcast in our weekly power rankings as well that's always a fun conversation that we do have all right, we'll be back uh, next week for Monday Night Football. And uh, Jay Mark, uh, Rod, and uh, uh, Ryan will be back with the re recap show. And then looking ahead to week 14 to get way ahead of those lines. So make sure to check those guys out tomorrow. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.